so I'm not not super strong. But welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Mash. You ready? Right? Yeah, ready. <laughs> okay. to another episode of Whiskey and Mash. I am Chris Pullman. And I'm Gloria Ackerman. And we are on our second whiskeys of the night, so please bear with us. A little stronger than normal. <laughs> no, they were, they were weaker than normal. It's just that, you know, I, I don't know. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so, hi, welcome to this week. I'm Chris, no, wait, we yeah, got we past did that. that. We're right. talking about... <laughs> What? Carry on Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Season 1, episode 11, and season... Season 2, episode 11. Oh, you're right. Season 2. I have that wrong on my sheet of paper. Season 2, episode, episode 11. 11. And season 2, episode 12, The Incubator. Uh, you want to... So again, yeah, so... We, we, we have no preface here, no pre... Yeah, we're not going to talk about anyone until the new characters come aboard. Season 4. So, so... we'll just go right into Carry on Hawkeye. Hawkeye, right? Yeah. Carry on Hawkeye. <laughs> like Henry there. My handwriting, not so good. Um, so all the surgeons, except for Hawkeye, support staff, and Margaret, and Radar, wait, and Father Mulcahy, mm. came down with the flu. And they can't find someone to help. So tonight's episode is kind of how did they deal with everyone having the flu? Mm-hmm. Except them and, and like bad flu. We're not talking, you know, a little bit of a cold, but like pass out, mm-hmm. feel like you're dying flu. Frank and, was having hallucinations. And he passed out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, falling right down to the ground. And um, I, I just thought it was funny because as we're beginning the episode, the first thing you hear is radar going up to. Um, Colonel Blake and saying, tonight's broken film, which has not arrived yet, mm. is canceled. <laughs> Over like, the PA, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so tonight's broken film that didn't arrive yet is canceled. <laughs> mm. Due to the flu epidemic, yeah. Due to the flu epidemic. That which, was a great, yeah. What a way to start. So starting off, you knew it was going to be an interesting episode. Yeah. Um... And then we have this whole discussion on who's the boss. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye really didn't give it much thought, but Margaret came in and said, oh, you're not the boss, you know. Oh, I'm really? a major. Well, then you take charge. But here's why. <laughs> wow, you don't take yes for an answer, do you? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but then he started giving orders because he just naturally did what was best for the patients. Mm-hmm. And Margaret didn't accept that very well. Yeah, I mean, overall, she was pretty accepting of the situation, but whenever she saw him giving orders, she felt her position was being usurped. Which uh, Hawkeye could have cared less who was in charge. He was exhausted. Yeah, he just, he like you say, he just wanted the best for the patients. He saw something that needed to be done, and so he said, Radar, go and do it. Right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Margaret, you know, this is kind of, if I may interject, one of the things that I see in this episode, which I kind of like, is Margaret being the Margaret we know later in the series. Right. It's take charge. Take charge. 
Yeah, take charge. Exactly hair, yeah, take charge. Hair down. This is who I am, Margaret. And if you get in my way, I feel slighted because I'm fully capable of doing things myself, which is a really long middle name for Margaret Houlihan. But that's the Margaret we see in this episode, I think. And it's not her standing behind Frank and making Frank do it. She yeah. was actually doing it herself. Yeah, it's not puppeting. It's not right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was interesting. It was interesting to see. But on the same note, as mm -hmm. I pointed out to you, yeah. Margaret did have barrettes that were from the 70s in her mm -hmm. hair. Um, if it was really the time of the Korean War, she would have had body pins. or, mm -hmm. But um, they would not have had the two-sided uh, barrettes that came out in the 70s. So a little, little problem with the episode, but... Overall, um, well, let's get let's get through the rest of the plot right. summary here. Um, I love when Margaret says to Frank, because Frank says, ah, I'm going to get up, I'm going to try. And she said, Frank, you're sicker than anyone else. Yeah, Trapper's <laughs> starting to get up to try and help Hawkeye because he sees what's going on. And Frank's like, well, Haw or Trapper's, Trapper's getting up. <laughs> and what does Margaret say in response? You are sicker than anyone else. But then Frank calls Margaret Louise, and that was yeah. not a good situation. Which Louise is mm. Frank's wife. Wife, yeah. Well, and then before, so Margaret is kind of tending to Frank, and before she leaves him, because there's more wounded coming in, um, Frank makes a comment about uh, Nancy. You're the best receptionist <laughs> ever. <laughs> and, <laughs> Frank, I swear, Louise, we had to work late. <laughs> she has, she, so she, the hallucinations <laughs> were not helping his cause. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah, everybody's going down. The nurses are doing surgery. Right. Which is, I think, the first time we see that. And Father Mulcahy. Yep, Father Mulcahy gets co-opted into it. Which is interesting that it took this long, because if you watch the movie, um, he ends up getting pulled in by, uh, what, oh god, what's the guy's name? The other surgeon in the swamp with Trapper and Hawkeye, he's the English one, the British one. Yeah, I... In the movie. But, um, in the movie he ends up calling... Father Mulcahy over, and basically what he says is, Father, that man over there is dead. This one is alive. Help if, me. Help well, me, and we that. can keep this one alive. It's not quite the same here, but, yeah, they do pull Father Mulcahy in to help because that's how low they are. I mean, the nurses are operating. They're closing patients. They don't have medical, you know, they don't have MDs or whatever. Other They've medical watched. degree. Yeah. Um, the funniest part, though, is when he tells Radar to suit up. Yeah. <laughs> How is my passing out going to help? <laughs> I would have passed out if I was in that situation. Kelly, scrub him. <laughs> You're making a mistake. But he came out. He was a trooper. Made it through. Yeah. Felt that doctor need in him. Yeah. Um... I mean, yeah, that's most of the episode is just watching how Hawkeye handles being the only surgeon left on his feet and trying to work with just a very, like, sub-skeleton crew. 
Right. Trying to take care of wounded. And uh, the makeup was great because mm. they looked really sick. And I, I mean, mm. watching it, I felt myself getting sick. It might mm. have been the Jameson. <laughs> but, you know, Henry had this the big purple whiskey. eyes yeah. and... Trapper just was white as a yeah. sheet, and oh, they looked ashen. They looked yeah. I mean, so the, they actually looked physically sick. Not mm-hmm. just the acting, but the makeup was wonderful. Yeah, unless oh. they were sick. I don't know. I, they I went out the night it. before. Yeah, God. Well, that's the next episode. But <laughs> oh, okay. um, yeah, no. Though one interesting thing that I found in this episode is somewhere in the middle, Margaret is doing stuff at Henry's desk and Hawkeye comes in with all of these reports that he's filled out for Margaret to do administration on. And um, he's hitting on her because he hits on all the nurses. And he lays across the desk and finally she says, well, there is something. A new serum came in today that's supposed (laughs) to help prevent the flu. And I think we should inoculate each other. My, so where do you want it? Yeah, my dreams come true. true. <laughs> In the arm. arm. I'm no good with needles. <laughs> and yeah, he like when he sticks her, she just ow. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> okay. Now where would you like it? I want it. Yeah, you know, or she says roll up your roll, sleeve. Roll up your sleeve. And he's uh-uh. like, uh uh. I want What? I want money my tushy. <laughs> so he rolls down his pants and she's about to stick him and then radar comes in oh geez i'm sorry (laughs) hawkeye's laughing his birds are laughing yeah hawkeye's laughing and margaret just jabs (laughs) but that's that if, if you've ever gotten a flu shot I haven't, actually. I have because of your daughter. Yeah, thank you. My doctor made me feel guilty. (laughs) But, you know, you get a flu shot and you usually get sick. Well, that's what happens to Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. The flu shot gives him the flu. So he ends up getting it before the last session in surgery. And uh, just before they go in, Margaret... Something that I found really interesting, uh, Margaret, apparently being the good nurse she is, pulls thermometers out of her pocket and puts one in Hawkeye's mouth, and then he just pulls it out. She says, I want to see if you have fever. Oh, trust me, I've got fever to burn. But then uh, he makes some comment. It was, uh, Margaret, you know all those dirty tricks? I've played on you. I, yes. Yeah. I want to get well so I can do them all, all over, over again. <laughs> he just never stops. As sick as you are, still able to proposition to... a nurse. <laughs> yeah. And in surgery, when he's setting radar up to help Margaret, he says, This is Dr. I think he says Dr. Houlihan. Uh, great person and all around good egg. And she just goes, He's very ill. <laughs> I'm curious to find out what you found out about Nurse Wilson. We saw that she was played by Gwen Farrell. Gwen Farrell. Um, and just you were list- thinking maybe there was some attachment to... to Mike Farrell. Right. Who Trapper. played BJ. Oh, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I found out was just that it was, you know, Gwen Farrell. There was another Oh, so it's woman. not BJ's? No. Okay. No. Um, 
up until this point, we've seen Ginger Bayless still come in a few times. Mm-hmm. Ellie. Uh, but basically, you can think of uh, Gwen Farrell as kind of taking Ginger's spot. She's kind of the token black nurse in the crowd, is kind of how I'd categorize that. Okay. We also start to see Kelly more. Like, she is the one that scrubs, in air quotes, uh, radar for surgery, and she's gloving everybody yeah, in the Yeah, she's gloving everyone. So. so, you know, we might be kind of giving getting that minority nurse in her, too. Um, but yeah, Gwen Farrell, as far as I know, just a nurse. She played several. She's credited, um, I think it was like Nurse Abel, Nurse Baker, and then a couple others. Okay. But I I only looked that up because I remember when I was looking up Mike Farrell, BJ, I saw something about his wife at the time playing a nurse in MASH. And so I was curious. And there is another female Farrell who came up in the search. So I think there is, you know, that we'll be finding. Maybe that. Yeah, she'll be coming up there later. Um... What are some other things? I thought it was interesting at the end. Yeah. It was almost to the end, and they just talked, you know, over the loudspeakers. It had, like, the daily things that were happening in the world yeah. at that time. And I think that was one of the first times, if not the first, that we've heard the PA announcer going over those. Cause it was, I just thought um, it was fun to listen to. Yeah. I didn't write down all the scenarios or the things that mm-hmm. they said. But I just thought it was fun to listen to the stats of the day. Yeah, and it gave a little bit of temporal context because um, Joseph Stalin announced that he had been unanimously re-elected leader of Russia again. Mm -hmm. Um, The French report that they are, something like they are having heavy losses in Vietnam, so which is legitimate because they were there long before well, the I'm U.S. Sure they got did their involved. Research yeah, I do know that those aren't always accurate. No, in the in the last episode, I actually when I was doing my student teaching in Green Bay, I wanted to use that last episode to kind of give historical context on the Korean War. Uh-huh. But I looked up the stats and the ones mm-hmm. that they listed off were not accurate. Ah. Like, they were in the ballpark, but not, it, it was an infield pop fly instead of an uh, outfield... Grand slam. You know, so it's like, okay, you're not completely off, but you're not accurate. <laughs> okay. But, you know, these are probably historical events that would have happened around the time, and it was neat because... And it was fun to listen to, and it's probably what they did, don't you think? That yeah. they would, at the end of the day... Say things that happened mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah, and I also think that it gives a really good feeling of um, context. Because here you have this crisis mode in MASH, right? Everybody just trying to get through the day. And here, overlaid, we hear these announcements. The world goes on. Right. It doesn't matter what's happening in your little part. Mm-hmm. Everything continues. Yeah, and yet for them... This is the world. Right. They are trying to save And we live that way every this day. Patient. This yeah. is our world. And mm. some days it's crazy and it's out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some you know, days you lay around bored. You yeah. Would... yeah. And during this episode, they couldn't get help. 
they were scrambling for blood. Yeah, and they couldn't get help because in this corner of this war, they it was too much of a crisis. But everywhere else, things went on. And FYI, in case you're wondering, at the end, yes, Hawkeye did get the flu. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, the final scene is him in bed and the other doctors coming over and saying in recognition of your uh, gallantry during this crisis, all the members of the 407th have... 4077th have signed this scroll and it was toilet paper. It was a roll of toilet paper. And the doctor helping out um, Hawkeye, Hawkeye was radar. Radar. All full gown. Uh, yeah. I ordered bed was, rest for this man. He was very uncomfortable putting that stuff on at first, but he couldn't take it off. He enjoyed yeah. the, the power that goes with it. Yeah. Um, before we leave this episode, a few more quotes that I really enjoyed. Okay. When Pierce is on the phone trying to get help. Uh, talking to the general at the beginning uh, he says send me Jack the Ripper anyone that's good with a knife <laughs> yes. you know, that's how desperate he was for any surgeon um, a little bit later when we hear Radar trying to get surgeons there he's calling around uh, he finds a pediatrician Sparky uh, we don't get many pregnant soldiers here another mm-hmm. time yeah, Dr. Anthony, general surgeon. He changed to psychiatry. That's crazy. <laughs> but like I pointed out to you, I know for a fact any kind of doctor had to go through medical training, full medical training. Yeah. And so they fact, had to go to, uh, like, you know. The, they, they had to do rounds. Right. Yeah. And I, they had to make diagnosis and they had to... Yeah. Be able to look up the drugs and things. So they well, Sidney Friedman in one of his first few episodes, where he's a proper main character in the episode, they gown him. Yeah, because I know a dentist who had to go through um, Chicago Clay County or whatever that bad one is part, and he had to be a doctor there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone has to go through their. To figure out how to be a doctor if you yeah. want that title. You, you get a certain amount of training, training when you're in right. the medical, in, in certain medical fields. Right. Right. So, you know, would that guy who switched to psychiatry still have been able to help? Probably. Probably. So that's yeah. perhaps a slight inaccuracy, but at the same time, you never know. They might not have been able to get them there, that sort of thing. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um... At another point in surgery early on in the episode before Hawkeye gets sick, everybody's calling for his help because nobody has done this before. None of the nurses have done surgery. None of the nurses have really closed before. So Margaret's trying to close. She needs his help. Uh, Somebody else needs help. I think it's Sheila Anderson who we see in this episode. She needs help. And he just keeps saying, I'll be right there. I'll be right Right there. there. I need... um, I need, what was it, forceps? And he also was sweating from his own sickness at this time, wasn't no, he? No, no, he wasn't sick at this point. Okay, I thought... No, that was later. I thought I noticed it. No, he wasn't sick. This was before that. Uh, Father Mulcahy, he was down, so he was a little short-handed on his table. And he ends up screaming out, My kingdom for an intelligent <laughs> oh, <yeah>. octopus. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> you yelled it before he did. <laughs> yeah, well, of course I did. Um... Another quote that was really good. Henry, 
tries to come in and retake over MASH because he kind of stumbles in out of post-op where all the sick people are, sees Margaret and Hawkeye in his, his office uh, doing stuff, and he's like, what sort of bird comes in and takes over when the colonel bird is sick? And he tries to sit down in his chair and just... Right under the desk. Right under the desk. They get him back into post-op, and they're getting him settled, and he's going through, you know... If I was at home, oh, yeah. Louise would be, or no, yeah, Louise, no, yeah. his wife's name, oh. no, I don't think it's Louise, that's Yeah, Frank. because Frank's is... Yeah, but anyway, she would be over me, cold cream on her face, curlers in her hair, the kids would be screaming, the dog would be at the foot of the bed having an accident. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, Frank, his scene alone with Margaret and post-op, I think, makes this episode worth watching. Just because, like, Margaret's there trying to put a cold compress on his head to help with his fever. And he's, you know, making the comment. He, he thinks he's talking to Louise. And Margaret says, no, it's Frank. It's Margaret. We're in Korea. Oh, good. She'll never find us here. here. <laughs> but we have to do something. What's that, Frank? We have to get out of this motel. There are too many people here. And then he makes the comment about Nancy, you're the best receptionist ever. Okay. <laughs> I just love that one. Because Margaret, I'm not sure if uh, if the actress, I can't think of her name right now, played Margaret, and I feel really bad for that. Loretta Swit. Loretta Swit. I don't know if Loretta Swit just wasn't sure how to react to that. Or if or it was, or if, or if Margaret was that flustered by <laughs> Frank being like, Nancy, you're the best receptionist ever. ever. <laughs> but she was really out of sorts from that. Um, yeah. I think those are the main ones that I really, there were some really good quotes in this episode. Right, really well timed. Right. Very well timed. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring all those up. It's a really good episode. Um, I think all the crisis ones always really bring out something in the characters. And here you see a lot that comes out of Hawkeye in how he really just cares about people and he will do what he needs to do to help And people. Margaret also. And Margaret, when, of course. When it came down to her loving the people too. Because, yeah, she well, puts duty before. But besides you, her being in charge. But yeah, you still see hair of Margaret a little bit here. But that's who she is. That's truly who she is. Yeah. You know, her dad put that in her. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we see that when he visits. Right. But since we want to get you to Big Brother. Yeah. Um, season 2, episode 12. The Incubator. Tell us about it. Well, The Incubator. They have a patient. Uh, Hawkeye and Trapper have a patient who isn't recovering like he should after surgery. So they get a blood sample, they take it to the lab, which I want to know where the lab is in MASH, because you see it, it's always a wood room, it's not a tent. And he had to rewind it to see it. To yeah. It, it, where did they come from? Because that's not the only time we see it. Anyway, um, the nurse in charge of the lab says, okay, I'll send it to Seoul, we'll get it cultured, and you'll know in about 72 hours. And they're like, 72 hours, we need an answer now. And she says, that's the best I can do. So this kicks off their crusade to get an incubator at the 4077th. Okay. 
Well, they start by talking to Henry. By the way, Henry has a new uh, rotisserie grill. Rotisserie? Well, it's a flat. Flat. Just a, a it, coal grill. A coal grill. Yeah. It's flat. It spins. Um, doesn't seem that impressive, but apparently but it from is. that time. That it time it may have been. been. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they go to him. Well, really, they go to Radar, but Henry's there. So... <laughs> Henry okays their request to Radar to put in a call to Quartermaster Corps to get an incubator. Uh, Captain Sloan from QM Corps comes down to MASH, or up to MASH, really, up the peninsula, and goes through the good book of basic requisition, and they have everything they are supposed to have. They're not entitled to an incubator. It would be a luxury. So then they have to start going up the chain. From that captain, they go to a major at one of the evac hospitals. He has three incubators. He's not willing to part with any of them because if he gave away one of them, he wouldn't have three. He would only have two. So he won't part with them. They go to his colonel, who the major tells them has two houses, one brunette and one blonde. The colonel is willing to sell them an incubator for... $1,000 cash. He further says, after a little more chatting with them, you have a nasty more streak of morality running through you. I tell you what, I'll give you the incubator for 626 at cost, plus 10%. Uh, what was it? Annoyance fear, something mm -hmm. like that. So... They're not going to buy it off of them, so then they go up the chain again. From a colonel to a one-star general, General Mitchell, who we previously saw so, him and his aide in the trial, trial of Henry, Henry Blake. The yeah. trial of Henry Blake. Uh, he's having a press conference, and Hawkeye and Trapper stand up and ask him about the incubator. They get the press corps all riled up, and the general ends up saying, This is a press conference. I didn't come here to answer questions. <laughs> Uh, the MPs take Trapper and Hawkeye away. They end up back in MASH, and they're under arrest for under 100, I think it was 128 charges with a repeat on 126. So, we don't know. Um, and then they're like, oh yeah, that was uh, altering a salute by putting thumb on nose. Yeah, that. Did you guys really say give me an incubator or give me death? death. <laughs> it loses something now. Yeah. Uh, but they walk out of Henry's office after he tells them that a uh, company Marines was just hit, so they should probably scrub up. Radar says, no, you guys should stop. And he pulls a sheet off of something on his desk, and it's an incubator. They got it. They got it. We come back from the last commercial, and... He says, we do have one problem. Yeah, what's that, Radar? Does the incubator get medium well? or how Yeah, <laughs> can you set this thing for rare? Yes, can you set it? <laughs> and there's no grill. grill anymore, so he made a trade with the colonel's grill to get the incubator. So that's the basic synopsis. So they got what they wanted. Yeah, and we actually we hear about that in a couple of future episodes. So they did keep that in continuity that they now have an incubator. Yes. Uh, but what are some things you noticed about this episode or some funny... I didn't notice as much because I was playing with your... You were playing with Ryan. Baby. But 
um, still enjoyed the episode. And one thing that just got to me, and I'm not really sure, it's where um, Captain Sloan said a bunch of things that they could have. Like, he said, you can't have an incubator, but you could have, and then named a bunch of things, and well, one was a pizza oven. Yeah. And he said, all you have to do is write in pizza well, oven where it says machine gun. Yeah. But that, I was wondering, well, is there pizzas ovens in that time? There could have been. I mean, it was I, it's probably the same a as simple the enough. I'm thinking, yeah. It might have been a simple enough appliance. Okay. But yeah, that was pretty funny. When Hawkeye Tons said, of they could have. Yeah. When Hawkeye said, not, We're asking for an incubator. It's not like we're asking for a jute box or a pizza oven. Those oh. things I can get you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? That'd be great on movie nights. Yes. Say, do you have any uh, forms for pizzas? <laughs> oh, yes. On the standard requisition, just write in pizza, pizza oven where, where it says machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, all I could think of was, Really? They had pizza ovens back then? I still don't have one. I wouldn't. I mean, I, I just I just make them in the oven. Yeah, so it's possible, but I've thought about that one too. Um, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief on that. Yeah, one, to I, be I think so too. Yeah. Um, one thing that I really loved about this episode, you really do get the feeling that Hawkeye and Trapper party a lot. Yeah, they were but very hungover. At the beginning of this episode, you see it because it opens. With a slow pan across the swamp, and it is just, it is, there are beer cans, uh, Trapper sits up, there's a pair of nylons around his neck. Frank's uh, bed's full of, like, dirty plates and... Yeah, there's a mattress flopped over on the ground. Oh, uh, with a guy. There are Hawaiian lays all over, um, and, like, they're sitting up. So someone and, got laid. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Hawkeye says something to Trapper, and Trapper says, yeah, that's fine, but only if you stop yelling. And they're not yelling. It's just that they're, that's how hungover they are. Uh, yeah, Hawkeye peels back the mattress. And there was someone under the mattress. <laughs> I don't know him, do I? Do I know him? Oh, yeah, that's Dr. Whoever. Ear, nose, throat, and guitar. Because he has a guitar sitting across his chest. Oh, really? I thought he just had a stomach problem. Um, Frank comes in, and apparently, from what we get out of him, he normally gives them a tongue lashing the next day when they have a blowout party. Well, they enjoy it because then they understand what they did. Right. Because they, they get so drunk they don't remember. The one thing they did remember, apparently, uh, Radar comes in with their cases for the day and some coffee. And I think it was uh, Hawkeye who said, Radar, I get the distinct impression that we woke you up at about 3.30. It was more like quarter after four. What did we want? You wanted to sacrifice a virgin. Virgin, yeah. <laughs> did we? I, I was, was too, too sleepy. Yeah, I was too <laughs> then tired. He, then he leaves. Which, again, isn't really in continuity because if you remember the episode, the Army-Navy game, uh, Radar put the moves on more than one nurse. Right. So in theory, he's not. But again, but we don't know what happened. But it's implied. Yeah, but yeah. Then in Dear Dad Three, um. Oh yeah, the girl the, asked him. The one nurse, Radar. Are you? Are you a virgin? He's like, I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah. So <laughs> that was kind of retconned out, but you know. Uh, later in the episode, 
when they were talking to Henry about the incubator, I think uh, he says something to the effect of, or no, it, it was when Captain Sloan was there. Okay. And they're they were about to have a drink, and they were saying, "Oh no, we're gonna get bushy tailed again, so we're not gonna have one." And Henry's like, oh, you, yeah, you definitely can't top last night's party. I would have bet anything that you couldn't fit four people into a sleeping bag. <laughs> that was another fun one. Fun to try. Wouldn't that be fun to try? <laughs> well, you know, they do that with a Jeep. That was pretty. Yes, that was. That, they had a lot of people in that Jeep. It including like Margaret yes. and Father Mulcahy. That was great. That's coming up. Um, but one other thing that I really enjoyed was. Uh, Henry saying, I'm sick and tired of you guys going over my head down to radar. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so another uh, episode yeah. with some great, you know, comments. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What else do you have there? Uh, the only other thing, really, at another point in the episode, uh, Hawkeye and Trapper are there, and they're telling radar to do something and radar says is that an order colonel oh yeah and henry goes it sounded like one Normally. to me <laughs> so you know radar officially is colonel blake's uh company clerk but he really seems he runs the place <laughs> he runs the place and he really seems to report more to hawkeye and trapper at times right but a, a lot but of... he always checks with henry i think yeah. his his main loyalty is to Henry. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he yeah. sees Henry as a father figure. Right. And he also sees Colonel Potter as a father figure later on after Henry dies. But Trapper and Hawkeye are like brothers. They are. So, you know, you would listen You yeah. listen to your parents, but you really listen to your brothers. Yeah, you want to impress them, and that's right. kind of what he's trying to do. Right. That's a good way to look at it, actually. Yeah, so... That's all I have on this episode. That's though. all, but how do they get to see or hear us? Uh, d- yeah, I don't, do I don't know. I don't know. You can't see us, and if you could, you would probably be laughing tonight. So. You, you know, the one thing with podcasts, I never imagine that people look the way that they actually do in real life when I hear them. So you'd probably be shocked. But anyway, um, real quick, because I do really, wanna... I am. You know, twenty-one and blonde and they no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, you had Laura really young, is that? Yes. Or is this sort of a time well, travel? You know, thing? if I get to be who I want to be. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, you know, real quick, uh, if you want to listen to us, if this is your first episode of Whiskey and Mash, or if you want to just listen to more episodes, you can head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast application. And so, uh, search for Whiskey and Mash, all words. And uh, subscribe to that podcast feed. You'll get all the latest episodes downloaded right to your uh, device. Otherwise, if you head over to narclaninc.com, that's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com, you can find Whiskey and Mash over there. You can download all the raw MP3 files and put them on a uh, MP3 player if you don't do the podcast thing. Uh, I do have two other podcasts that I do, one with my wife, Laura, that we haven't done in about three weeks, and then my other one, which I also haven't done in a while because I've been busy uh, trying to get my first book published and revamping the website. Those two are Geeks, apparently, and Chris Reed's book. 
Instead of boring you with the details, you can head over to narclaninc.com and very shortly I will have updated web pages over there where you can check those out and uh, see about them for yourself. We are on Facebook, we are on Twitter. You can email us for this podcast by emailing uh, whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com and give us any suggestions any suggestions we would love to hear your comments yeah even tell us what you like what you don't like Mm. what you'd like to see let us know that you're listening i mean you know you can also head over to facebook.com slash whiskey and mash we're there you can leave any comments on our wall but again narclaninc.com that's your best place to go to get information about this or any of the other podcasts from our little podcast network and so until next time I will be Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. We'll see you next time on Whiskey and Mesh.